the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. The name of the first book of the Bible is Genesis, which means beginning. The definition of this first book makes it clear. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There is no Big Bang Theory. There is only God. He took what was nothing and created the universe. Only our sovereign God can make something with all its complexities and intricacies out of nothingness. Listen in with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander speaks to us about the creation of the heavens and the earth. Bring me some foil and some cups and let me put this stuff away. Tomorrow and the next day is fine, but I can't eat all this today. I got to use common sense. I can't let, then y'all blow me up and talk about I'm getting big. <laughs> and you made me big. <laughs> Nothing wrong with meat. And if you want to be a vegetarian, be a vegetarian, but don't impose that on me. If I choose not to eat meat some days, that's fine. But just because you want to be that way, you be that way as unto the Lord. And if I want to eat some meat, let me eat some meat within reason and let me have it as unto the Lord. And then we all exercise freedom huh, in the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Huh? Oh, God, this is just so delicious. Look at verse 30. And to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the heavens and to every thing that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green. Look, I have given every green plant for food, everything that moves on the earth before the fall, everything, man, woman, animals, all ate green plant life. And it was so, verse 31, and God saw everything that he had made and behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. This verse says, and to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the heavens and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. All those categories. And it was so. In this perfect environment, animals did not even devour one another for food. Like they're doing now how uh, lions have to run after their prey. Everything they needed was provided by God in green plant life. And you know what, during the millennial kingdom, everything is going to reverse back to its pre-fall state. That's a whole other thing where I can talk about the lambs will lay down with the lion and the ox. The, the lions and all these people will eat straw and all these things. And they'll, 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 they'll eat what they used to eat before the fall. Your baby can just ride on the back of a lion, kick him in the side and play with him, mess with all of his hair around there and just pull on him and put his whatever. And the, all the lion to do is just lick him. Tigers and all these folks. Because the curse will be lifted. 
How do we summarize this? Number one, our hearts should be moved to worship and adoration for our creator and savior. As we look at this vast creation, its intricate and meticulous design, along with the beauty and order of the solar system, beholding the wondrous works of a creative, majestic God, should move us to unrestrained praise and worship. As we see God's wisdom, power, and the grandeur of his creation on display, this gives witness to the existence of a creator who is God. When you see the vastness of this universe, when you look up and just see, have you looked out at the stars and the mountains and uh, the valleys and the ravines and all you can say is how great thou art. When you ride up in the sky in the plain and look down on the clouds and see the majesty of those clouds in its various formations, all you can say is, wow, you're an awesome God. No one of the psalmist says in Psalms 19.1, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. You can you talk about there is no God. You look around. You can't even miss God. And if you can't see God's creation and conclude there is a God, no one of the psalmist says in Psalms 14, one, you are a fool because a fool has said in his heart, there is no God. When you can see the sun and when you can see the, the birth process of, of, of babies coming out of the womb of a mom and all of these things. And they say, ain't no God, you're the biggest fool in America. You got to be a fool. If there's a watch, there's a watchmaker. These glasses are indicative of the fact that there's a glass maker. These glasses just didn't happen to come by some big boom or chance or some bouncy theory. Somebody made the glasses. And somebody's getting money off the product. Huh? It's amazing. You go to Grand Canyon or somewhere, it's so expensive. I mean, I've been to the Grand Canyon. It's just magnificent. And yet they charge you all that money to see what God made. <laughs> huh? God made all this stuff. Niagara Falls. And you, you have to pay all this money to go see it. All of my, go to the zoo. You can't go to that zoo free. Talking about this is God creation, let me in. <laughs> let me in here. I'm, I'm, I'm saved, and those are his critters in there, and I want to see what God made. Uh, God created Adam and Eve right in the midst of a zoo. Right in the midst of a zoo. They had to go nowhere. The zoo was all around them. They didn't have to ride through some park and roll up their windows. <laughs> Psalms 102, verse 25 says, of, of old you laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works, work of your hands. So our, so our hearts should be moved to worship and adoration for our creator and savior as we look Upon the vastness of his creation. Number two, God is glorified through structure and order. That is big. People hate structure and they don't like order. Why we got to do it this way? Listen, we got to have some structure. You have to have some rules of operation. You got structure in the military. Huh? That's right. You go to jail, there's structure. 
That's right. They tell you when to get up, when to go to bed, when to bathe, when to do this, when to do that, when to eat. And they know how to put you in solitary confinement, all that. It's structure. Your kids, you're talking about I can't handle them. Well, they're getting a situation where they will be handled. So God is glorified through structure and order. Therefore, he takes an earth that is void, dark, and without form, and meticulously creates a universe filled with design, filled with beauty, filled with structure, a universe that is filled with order, a universe that is filled with light and life that is in perfect balance and total and total com- totally complete. If anything get out of balance, we out of here. Even how the earth tilts on its axis and everything is just with such precision. Everything is in line with the creative process. To the, to the point that if anything get out of sync just that much, we messed up. Messed up. Psalms 33, 6 and 9 says, By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the host in them by the breath of his mouth. Let there be, and God said, and so forth. Verse 9, for he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. People hate structure and order. That's what's going on in Somalia and all these places. People love anarchy. All that was going on over in over in Europe recently, even all the, all the rioting, people love just burning and just doing all kinds of things, uh, you know, because they're mad over this and over that. It might be a legitimate cause, but that's not, the way you, that's not how you respond to things. You have to operate through the system. You say, well, if we take them through the course, it's not fair. That's why you vote them out. They're getting quiet now. That's right, vote them out. Pray them out. That's right. And so... We have to have structure in the church. God is a God of order. Order. You want order in your home, order in your business. You don't want, you, even today, you don't want everything just come up, somebody just jump up here and say this, and somebody come up here right now and say, well, I want to do a little song, and I want somebody else saying, and then all of a sudden the choir, well, I think the choir ought to sing it, and somebody else say, well, I want to give a talk, and somebody say, I got something to say. I got an announcement I want to make. My dog's going to pet more today, and all this kind of thing, you know? Just... Wait a minute. Sit yourself down and be quiet and prepare to receive what thus saith the Lord. That's right. We got to have order in the house. Satan loves confusion. He loves it. And some folk, every time they enter somebody's presence, it's nothing but confusion. And that is just as demonic as it can be. Just confusion. As Pastor Rander continues today's teaching, he reveals to us the monumental contribution of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, from a historical and foundational perspective, spanning the scriptures as a whole, all the way to the Revelation, the last book of the Bible. In other words, God is Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Listen as Pastor Rander continues to minister to us today through this powerful and enlightening message from the word of God. Number three, God created the universe to bring himself pleasure. 
He said, why did he create, create the universe? He created the universe to bring himself pleasure. God created man and woman to glorify and to have fellowship with him. That's why he created us. Matter of fact, he didn't create us like robots and put us on strings. No, he made us free, volitional creatures who wants to have a relationship with him. We'll be talking about that a little later on. And so God created the universe for his pleasure, and then he created man and woman for, for his glory and for fellowship with him. Isaiah 43, 7 says, Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. God says that. In Revelation, we're going to still, in Revelation 4, 11, you, you see praise in heaven. We're around the throne of God and, and, and the saints and the creatures and all of us are saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Even in heaven, around the throne, we're going to be giving glory to God, fellowshipping with him, communing with him. For you created all things, even in heaven. There's an acknowledgement of God being the creator of the universe. For you created all things and by your will, they exist and were created. Even in heaven, there's an acknowledgement of God creating it all. A couple of more and I'll be done. Number four, we must not worship the things created by God, but rather the God of creation. We must not worship the things created by God, but rather we must worship the God of creation. We're not to worship created things. Some of you are good at that. Spend all your time texting. Little Bible to no Bible. Huh? Emailing. Little Bible to no Bible. Just talking for how you doing. What you doing today? What you do today? Well, I, I went to the kitchen. What else you do? Go to, who care about you going to the kitchen? Go to the kitchen. I'm at the stove. I'm at the, just, just, just chit-chatting, just chit-chatting, nothing. Just gazing at the internet and the blackberries and the palm pilots. And all this stuff, your kids, the television. And they become television addicts, the little addicts, because you're a big addict. Huh? It goes on and on and on. God, the gods of this world. Uh, Exodus 23 through 5 says, You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord, for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God. And all these celebrities on TV and all these stars and singers and rock groups and all, you got them and it's going over and over in your ears, and you don't even play the word of God over and over in your ears. Huh? They're hollering, people are hollering and screaming and paying big bucks to see somebody on stage and come in here and won't even give you tithes. You pay big money to go into venues you know you ought not be at, to drink something you ought not be drinking, huh? Playing the lottery and all this stuff. You're addicted to trying to win the big one when, when, you, when your, your funds are not under divine management and you wonder why you broke. All of it is not about the economy. Some of it is about your foolishness. 
If you straighten up and allow God to have your finances and you put everything under God's divine ownership, God will keep you, will stretch your resources in the midst of economic hardship and bad times. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs, go to the ant. The ant don't put a whole loaf of Mrs. Bear's bread on his back. He put it down in the ground a crumb at a time. And some of y'all haven't saved no crumbs. So when you get in economic hard time, you want to blame everybody but yourself. You need to get over yourself and stop talking about what the government ain't doing. It should be done and save yourself some money and use some common sense to the glory of Almighty God. Why don't you say amen? It's the government fault. The government, government, government. Shut up! It's your fault. It's your fault you didn't say and invest. You know, your fault. Your fault. You splurging and got 500 channels. It's your fault. You shall not have no other God before me. Last but not the least, we must be good stewards of God's creation. We must be good stewards of God's creation. Every human being was made in the image of God. That's Saddam Hussein. That's Hitler. Huh? And that's all these other ones. That I can't name right now, but you know what all? Everybody was made in the image of God. Everybody. In the Im- Therefore, we must not hurt, harm. Huh? We must not exploit our brothers and sisters by creation or salvation. We must not abuse children. We must not steal and pilfer and take what is not ours to take without permission. We must not cheat on the taxes that create, your cheating create economic problems too. If all of America would stop cheating and then the government leaders would manage what they get, listen, the budget would be balanced. Did you hear what I said? You all want me to preach that? Did y'all get that? The Holy Ghost just gave me that. <laughs> if all you who cheat on your taxes would stop cheating, huh? start with God first. If you, you cheat God, you cheat anybody. Huh? And then those who are in leadership would use good sense in, in budgetary decisions. The budget could be balanced. Somebody to put me on Fox News or CNN or CNBC, ABC, so I can say that. YouTube that. And by the way, don't put me on Facebook without my permission. I've been seeing my, this is my, people are like, Pastor, you on Facebook? I said, I'm on Facebook. And I've been looking, I said, oh, how did I get, I didn't authorize nobody to put me on Facebook. Only thing you can put me on Facebook for is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't be showing me. I ought to be able to have some fun with the kids without knowing you looking at me. I got to, before I can do anything, I got to look around and see who's taking a picture. That's a side note. (laughs) Man. (laughs) 
Don't cheat because we're an image of God. Don't lie on one another. Don't gossip about one another. Don't slander one another. Don't run me down. Don't run each other down. Don't run people down. Don't run folk you don't like down. Don't murder anyone physically or with your mouth. You say, well, I haven't killed nobody. Yes, you have. You killed them with your mouth. You killed their spirit. You killed them. You killed them. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. That's the scripture, y'all. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Genesis 9, 6 says, whoever sheds man's blood, some of y'all don't like capital punishment, but it's in the Bible. It's all over the Bible. New Testament and Old Testament. So don't get mad at me. Talk about, talk to the God. It's right here in Genesis 9, 6, right here. Whoever sheds man's blood by man, his blood shall be shed. That's right there. For in the image of God, he made man. That's right. Now, don't get mad at me. Don't go throw, throw rocks at me and don't put rocks in your own jaws. There it is right there. If you haven't torn that page out, it's right there. And it's, I can give you a whole lot of more scriptures. It's right there. Just because you don't like it, who cares that you don't like it? It's still what the word of God says. As I conclude, let me recite this song. God and God alone created all these things we call our own. From the mighty to the small, the glory in them all is God and God alone. I say God and God alone reveals the truth to all we call unknown. And the best and worst of man won't change the master's plan is God. And God alone. God and God alone is here to take the universe's throne. Let everything that lives reserve its truest praise. For God and God alone. God and God alone. One of these old days will be the joy of our eternal home. He will be your one desire. And our hearts will never tire with God and God alone. And Father, we thank you for this message on in the beginning, God. You created it all. 
including that great work of redemption, salvation. When man fell, thank God that there was a plan already designed to reach lost humanity for Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for being the great high priest who we can bring every sin to, the most high God who is from everlasting to everlasting. Thank you for the gift of salvation. You alone save. Christ alone. Grace alone. Faith alone. Equals salvation in Christ. And may we humble ourselves and trust you alone for salvation. And if we're not in a church, move folk to get in a good Bible teaching church so that their gifts and skills can be used for your glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's children said, you understood the message. God spoke to you. Somebody here is without a church home. You've been checking us out. I hope you heard enough today to say, you know what? That's the kind of church I want to be at, a Bible teaching church where they just go down to Scripture and don't tell us what we want to hear, but tell us what we need to hear. Who will love us enough to speak the truth in the midst of so much lies and deception. And Satan is going to do everything he can to keep you glued to that seat and you sit in defeat, but if you rise, you whip the devil and Jesus gets glorified. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Maranatha Bible Church celebrates 30 years of service to the glory of God for his abundant favor and immeasurable blessings in two celebratory services. Join us for an evening of praise, worship, and fine dining on Friday, May the 18th, 2018, featuring musical artist and stellar award winner Micah Stampley at the Marriott Northwest Ballroom. 3233 Northwest Loop 410 San Antonio, Texas. Advanced ticket purchases at $50 per person are available through Thursday, May the 10th, 2018 by contacting April at 210-821-5683, extension 222. You are also invited to our celebratory worship service and musical on Sunday, May the 20th, 2018 at 10 a.m. at Maranatha Bible Church. 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas. The Maranatha Bible Church family looks forward to celebrating the amazing goodness of God with you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.